0: This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. Hey, bartender. Hey, bartender. Have me a drink. Have me a drink. I'm that I'm, here. The that I'm here is I need time to think. All the ways of the world. Welcome to the Wednesday episode of Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender for the afternoon. I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Or you can call me Anthony. Yeah, I'm cool with that, too. Uh, how's everybody doing? This is the third week of the uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic. We're all trapped in our homes. We're all uh, suffering not only from uh, boredom, cabin fever. Oh, that may be the same thing. I just hope all my listeners are not suffering from any of the coronavirus uh symptoms that, you know, I want all you guys to be alive. I want you all to be there when they finally say, okay, everybody back to work. I, I mean, uh, and plus, you know, my listeners are awesome and you guys help me come up with a lot of stories, help jog my memory on a whole bunch of stuff. And, uh, you know, I, you know, you guys are just awesome. i I just, just can't say enough about it. Uh, particularly I have to talk about uh, one thing that uh, came up just as a goof I put up on Instagram and Facebook a uh, picture of me doing a, what i decided to refer to as a virtual fist bump since we can't all get within six feet of each other right now uh, nobody wants to touch each other, nobody wants to look at each other breathe on each other uh, uh, you know I just You know, took a picture of myself with my fist out, calling it a virtual fist bump in solidarity for all of my listeners. Well, not just my listeners, uh, but for everybody out in the world. And holy crap, did I get some great response from that. So I'm going to I want to issue my listeners a challenge out there. Create your own virtual fist bump and fist bump the rest of the world. Show your solidarity solidarity to everybody. That we are going through the whole same thing, everybody's trapped in their houses, doing their work from their house or not working at all, and just tell everybody, you know, in solidarity that uh, you want to give them a virtual fist bump, and you know, tag a hey bartender podcast for it because you know, I'd like to know exactly uh, who out there is doing it and how it's working for you. So yeah, that's there's a challenge there for you guys. So, like I said, we are on week three of the quarantine. Oh, boy, everybody's bored. You know, uh, I feel sorry for a lot of the uh, what has been referred to as the non-essential employees, and those people are forced to stay home. Uh, don't let that get to you. Everybody's essential in one way or another. Uh, I mean, think of how essential all... Just in a bar situation, bartenders, servers, sit with me and listen to me on this. Um, How many people are essential to you? Uh, Without your bartender, you'd have to make your own drinks. Without your cook, you'd have to uh, cook your own food. Without your server, the customers would have to go get the food themselves. Uh, Without the customers, there's no business. There's no money. Everybody in this world coexists. We are all essential to each other, and I think we're starting to realize exactly how essential we are to each other because uh, I'm seeing on uh, social media that uh, bartenders, you know, they're uh, trying their hardest to try to think of ways to make money during this downtime, and, you know... Honestly, I'm one of them. Yeah, you know, I uh, do this podcast. I'm trying to build it up as uh, so I can start getting sponsors. I'm trying to sell uh, sell some Hey Bartender podcast stuff on www.heybartenderpodcast.com. Shameless, I know. But um you know, we all need each other. And uh you know, there there have been some goods uh feel good stories out there where a neighbor will drop off 20 bucks or a customer will uh, drop off an envelope to a manager and say, split this up between your uh, all your staff. And, you know, everybody gets like 20 bucks or something like that. And that's some really freaking amazing stuff. But, you know, uh, I was doing my, uh, doing my day job and, I'm sitting back and thinking to myself, you know, uh, I would really l- go for a good steak right now. But you can't get a good steak from takeout. By the time you got it home, it'd be cold. You'd have to eat it in the car. And plus, you'd have to eat it out of a styrofoam box with plastic utensils. That's blasphemy if you ask me. You can't eat a good steak with on styrofoam and plastic utensils. It's Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure the steak tastes the same no matter what. But come on, when you treat yourself to a steak, do you want to eat with plastic utensils? God, no. That's where you want to be able to sit down. You want to be able to enjoy it, savor every second of it. and Or you want to enjoy a slice of pizza with a beer. Well, you can do that at home because most of the pizza delivery places, they're still delivering. As long as you got your own beer with it. Uh, I mean, quick run to the corner store. You Most of the corner stores are still open. Uh, but I'm walking around where I live. And apparently a lot of these uh, places out here aren't taking it extremely seriously. There are some people, yeah, that are taking it very, very seriously. Uh, having uh, surgical masks on their face and uh, or covering their face uh, one way or another one guy with a T uh, the front of his t-shirt over his nose. And uh, you know, it, it, it just worries me. Everybody is so scared out there right now. And I'm wondering what's all going to happen. I've seen uh, stories on the news where a nurse got the snot beaten out of her by her neighbor because he was the one he claimed that she brought that virus to their neighborhood. Now, Doctors, nurses, all of you that are working emergency rooms, uh, uh, private, uh, private practice, uh, family, uh, you know, are, you know, all you doctors and nurses out there, you guys, uh, you are sitting on, uh, sitting on the front line. I, I will admit this right now, here and now. So, um, keep this in mind, people, uh, when we are allowed to go back to work and uh, get our steady jobs, if a doctor or a nurse comes in, I want you to treat them to a uh, to a round. You don't have to buy their whole check. If you, if you can afford it, go for it. But you, you know, at least give them a round. Give them a special drink uh, because they deserve it. They are all working their asses off right now trying to take care of us. They're working their ass off, asses off trying to make sure none of the rest of us catch it, and there are some out there that are trying to figure out how can we stop this virus. And uh, unfortunately, food service, they uh, they kind of got the raw end of the deal. Now, I'm not talking about supermarkets. Now, supermarkets, they are also on the front line to make sure that we're all fed. And they, uh, they have to uh, be around us. And they're being as safe as everybody else, except I've heard there are some stores out there who tell specifically tell their employees, do not wear a mask behind your register or uh, because, what is it, because of an image or something like that? They don't want people to be scared to come in. Uh, I don't know, but that's irresponsibility, if you ask me, if you purposely tell your employees, they cannot wear a face mask because they deal with every walk of life out there. And, I mean, uh, people that work in the restaurant, we deal with hungry people uh, that or thirsty people. But supermarkets deal with everybody. I mean, uh, sometimes they're not hungry. Sometimes they're not thirsty. Sometimes they just want to wipe their ass, at which... Uh, you know that's that's come up in a lot of stories, and in fact, I was talking to some family a little bit ago, and they said a six pack of Charmin right now is going for eleven dollars at the local grocery store, and I thought, wow, and that because I think yeah you know, that yeah that's expensive for toilet paper, but there therein lies this, uh, the laws of supply and demand. They don't have enough; they need money to produce more, produce faster. So, uh, you know, therein lies the problem. Uh, I don't believe that any of the toilet paper companies are trying to make a profit out of this whole scare. Uh, and I use that word delicately, scare. I don't believe they're trying to make a profit off of us. They just realize we need to put some more out there, but we need to be able to pay our employees. We need to be able to fix the machines. We need We need to... Um, uh, maybe switch from two ply to one ply because then we can uh put out more out there cuz the people need it and pretty much as a um, you know it's a shit job that's a horrible joke um uh, however uh they are putting a big piece of plastic in between the checkers and the customers so at least they're trying you know they've uh basically put their checkers behind uh a salad bar shield uh and I tried to encourage some of my friends that work in the uh, work in the uh, grocery stores to pretend like they're in a fishbowl. you know, act like you're swimming around in there because just for fun, it'll be entertain the customers. The thing that I'm very grateful for though, is there are people out there that are thanking grocery store workers or doctors for being there because without them, you know, we would run out of stuff everywhere. We and you know that's why people started hoarding because, uh, you know what if they shut down everything? What are we gonna do? Well, I had a plan. I only bought a four pack when the hoarding uh, got started, and me being a single guy living in, living on his own, four pack will last me quite a while. Uh, and you know if the four pack uh I end, my four pack did end up running out, I've got uh. Plenty of rolls of uh, paper towels, and if that runs out, uh, I suppose, uh, you know, try to find some t-shirts I don't like. Uh, that It gradually gets more disgusting as uh, time goes along, but, you know, just bear with me. I mean, you do what you got to do to survive, right? But, you know, a big reminder to all you people, uh, be safe out there. I have heard way too many stories at this point. There was... Uh, Choir director in Washington that I guess decided that they absolutely needed to rehearse, and the tradition before and after every rehearsal is everybody gives each other a big hug, and then they all go about their separate ways. Okay, half of that choir caught the COVID, uh, COVID nineteen. Um, there are people out there holding uh corona uh, coronavirus parties. They realized they had time off for work, time for a party, time to drink. And, you know, all of a sudden, majority of the people at that party got sick and eight people died because of their exposure to the COVID-19. Uh, uh, what was I don't even know the name of that uh, idiot politician that decided to go into a uh, COVID uh, part of the hospital and shake everybody's hands without gloves and without wearing a face mask. And he caught COVID is the guy trying to run for president and trying to prove I'm just like everybody else. There's nothing to be afraid of. <gasps> I can't breathe. Fucking idiot. But I don't talk about politics. I'm a bartender. God damn it. So if you walked up to me behind my bar and I'm standing behind my bar, I'm ready to serve you a drink. And I say, Hey, what can I get you? And you you say, give me a Roman Coke. I hook you up, and then you decide to sit at the bar, and then you say, so, dude, what do you think about this whole COVID-19? I'd say, first of all, what am I doing in a bar right now that's open? We're supposed to be closed, aren't we? But uh, you know, let's let's pretend that my bar is somewhat safe. Well, this bar that you're listening to me talk in right now is a safe area, and you sit there as a concerned customer, and you look at me and go, so what do you think about this? Covid nineteen thing, and i I would tell you that a lot of people are not taking it seriously as they should, and other people are taking it way too seriously. Um, there are companies out there that are forcing their employees, not forcing. Uh, I let me reiterate that. Uh, telling their employees that this is just the beginning. I'm sure we'll get past it. And uh, when I personally, when I heard that they shut down Las Vegas and they shut down Disneyland, I sat back and thought, this is not the beginning. This we're dead center right now. And where we go from here, that's the big thing. And uh, so, you know, I, uh, I, for now, I would encourage all of my customers to do what the government says. If, uh, w- you know, this is one of the few times that a bartender like me is going to side with the government, so and it's going on record. So let's uh, try to take care of this delicately. If your governor tells you it's mandatory to wear a mask, wear a damn mask. If you hear that you can't go, you have a curfew between 10 and 5 a.m., stay the fuck home uh if uh you uh uh if you have to wipe your hands constantly all day long just to make sure you're not uh afflicted with this do it i mean uh what's there to lose i mean odds are you'll probably what was that one uh posting i read today where a person said they wa- uh, washed their hands so many times they found a stamp on their hand from a rave they went to 22 years ago, and, you know it's it's a funny joke to me. But uh, you know, it, washing your hands has always been uh, a staple to good hygiene. I mean, didn't anybody else have a, a public service announcement about hepatitis back in the 80s? Geez, and you know, if you go to the grocery store and somebody offers you a, a little bit of hand sanitizer, graciously accept it. Personally, I thought the woman kind of overdid it for me. It took me a while for that all that stuff to soak in, but uh, you know, it's very gracious. It's you uh, that they take the time to make sure that all the carts are sanitized. They make sure that you're sanitized, and it's uh, you know, it's an extra step forward that really the grocery stores don't really have to do. And at this point, we are all. Afraid that we uh, won't be able to see our friends and family because some of us are uh, far away. You know, some of us have jobs that are on the other side of the United States, and our families on uh, all the way on on the other side. And uh, you know, stories that they talk about in the news where they say that uh, people that are diagnosed with the COVID nineteen or Uh, coronavirus, or whatever. I've heard they've got like six different names now for it. Um, Whoever's diagnosed with this, they are completely isolated, and there's a small chance that they won't be able to talk to their families because their families don't... They don't want to encourage anybody else to get infected at the same time. And that is a scary-ass thought for me. So, you know, everybody... I want you all to call your family, no matter what the situation is with your family right now. Make sure you call your family. Just talk. That's all you have to do. You don't have to have any kind of meaningful conversation. Just talk a little bit so you can have that moment together. Because uh, I live in a completely different state than where my family lives. And uh, you know, if something should happen to me, happen to them... Uh, It scares me, honestly, Uh, and uh, I just honestly wouldn't know what to do at this point in time at least. Uh, So remember bartenders, servers, call up your family, call up your friends, make sure everybody's doing okay. At my current job, they uh, isolated one guy from the job uh, because his... Uh, girlfriend is a nurse and is in contact with the uh, COVID-19 patients that are in this area. And so they told him uh, you go get tested and don't come back for two weeks. And he's suffering a little bit of cabin fever. Last I heard uh, he, uh, his girlfriend tested negative. I don't know if he got himself tested. He didn't tell me, but uh, you know, uh you know you just got to uh check uh check on yourself and uh you know every once in a while call a friend you haven't talked to in a little while make sure they're doing good and because even when i was bartending every once in a while i would all of a sudden hear a story where just all of a sudden out of the blue somebody passed away and I, then I try to sit back and think, "Holy crap! What was the last thing I said to them? Holy shit! I can't remember. When was the last time I saw them?" And, uh, I mean, uh, some of them I can remember, uh, some of them I can't. Uh, and some, most of the time, I just sit back and think, "God, I hope I was nice to them." But, uh, you know, you don't. It. it you're. Uh, we're getting to the area, where. People are scared, and I don't know what's more dangerous, uh, the coronavirus, or scared people. So I want you all to go out and comfort each other and you know, tell somebody you miss them. Or, uh, I've noticed a lot of bartenders are uh, posting all over the place that they can't wait to get back with their crew back where they work. That is an awesome thing to post. That's why I'm challenging all of you to get on social media and hashtag it fist fist bump or how does Chris Hardwick do it? Uh, I don't uh, but or hashtag fist bump or hashtag Hey Bartender podcast Um, uh, and fist virtual fist bump as many people as you possibly can, which is pretty much everybody on your friends list. But if you do it, then they do it we're going to have a worldwide fist bump and it's cheesy. Uh, I felt it sounded cheesy just as it was coming out of my mouth right now, but, uh, showing solidarity toward each other is, uh, that we will all get through this as uh, and, uh, that's the only way it's going to happen. You know, the only way we're going to feel good is if we're all in supportive, uh, support of each other. That, that's uh, that's the way it seemed to work in the bar all the time. I mean, uh, when everybody had like softball tournaments or uh, they got a promotion at their job or they just had a kid and, you know, everybody in the bar, you know, stand up, clap, congratulate and give big hugs. Uh, we can't do that right now. So the best thing we can do, send a virtual fist bump care of Hey Bartender podcast Anyway, people, uh, that's it for this show. This is a short one. This is Wednesday. Um, uh, Appreciate you all for listening. Uh, Hey, what'd you all think of that podcast that I posted last week with Barbara Robertson? She was she was kicking the pants, wasn't she? Uh, And uh, show up uh, on Saturday afternoon, uh, Saturday nights. It's usually when I post the new podcast. I'd like to thank uh, everybody who listens. Laura Hope and the Arctones for uh, allowing me to use their music as a theme song. And the incredible amount of people that uh, liked uh, on social media the virtual fist bump that I started for Hey Bartender podcast. Show your solidarity for people, uh, for everyone, everybody. Uh, we're all in this fight together. Uh, I don't care what race, creed, or uh, ethnicity you are. Uh, coronavirus doesn't care either. So keep that in mind. But until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, I want to wish you all good health, lots of love, lots of sex, and lots of happiness. And don't take any shit from anyone. Good night.